0: Hi, everyone. We're back with part two of our listener question about Christians participating in yoga and today we are really going to look at the scriptures we are going to just go into a lot of open discussion about yoga and other type practices and what god's word has to say about it again in the show notes there's going to be a lot of other resources that you can look into um, including my blog which has a photo of the half moon that we were talking about and all the scriptures are in the blog for you to look up and study for yourself enjoy Hi family, welcome to God's Word Transforming Lives. Are you wanting to learn the Bible verse by verse, one letter at a time, with real life application? Then this podcast is for you. My name is Amy and I have been teaching the Word of God to women for over 15 years now. I came out of some trauma from my childhood and it left me feeling so empty. And after searching high and low with everything the world had to offer, I always came up short until I learned the Word of God for myself. And it was in that that I became transformed. So if you would like to be transformed by God's Word, then stick around and let's do this together. Did you know I have a free sisterhood community of women just like you? Women who love Jesus when they love one another? They too are looking for that deeper walk with Christ and they love learning his word. If you pause right now and click the link below in the show notes, it'll take you right to the Facebook group. We look forward to getting to know you. In Hinduism, this is not about health. This is about reward. This is about, you know, honoring a, a deity, a false deity. This is demonic in its core. These are This is Satan derived in his, in his demons. These are demon spirits. These are demon gods because anything outside of Christianity that's not holy is going to be demonically inspired. And these deities are going to be demonic. De- they're going to be demons. Okay. And these stories are demonically inspired. And so there's nothing Christian about it. And, you know, when I hear Christians say, well, I'll just worship another deity, my God, or I'll just play Christian music. Or I'm just doing it for my health. The scriptures do not condone that at all. We are not to have anything to do with pagan practices and then try to Christianize them. In Deuteronomy 12, 29 through 32, God literally warns them of taking pagan practices and then trying to worship him with the pagan practices. You can't do that. He said, God says that that is a stench to my nostrils. You will have nothing to do with that at all. And it says in Deuteronomy 18, 9 through 14, God says, don't even learn the practices of pagans and then try to worship me. We don't, we are to come out from among the world and be separate. Even if practice, even if practicing yoga works for you physically, it is dishonorable to God. And therefore we have nothing to do with it. Listen, I have sat in on psychic meeting uh, meetings where the tarot cards were accurate. They are some things that was just like, that is so crazy that they knew that, right? The Ouija board has said things that are accurate. Anybody who's had anything to do with witchcraft, new age, any of those things, we know that that stuff is real. But just because it's real or just because it works doesn't mean we should have something to do with it. And it certainly doesn't mean that we should Christianize it and then bring it into the church, Right. Absolutely not. We're to have nothing to do with the works of darkness. Rather, we're to expose the works of darkness. That's our job to expose them. God has always said, he has always separated a group of people for himself. It, one time it was one nation, which was Israel, and they were completely separated from the rest of the world. They ate differently. They dressed differently. They talked differently. They worshiped differently. They, and, and every time that they would go into these pagan lands and start to do things that the pagans did, but try to do it onto God, God rebuked them. He said, it is a stench to my nostrils. And so we now are a group of people that have been separated out of this world. We multiple nations come together, right? We have different tribes, tongues, and nations where we have come out like a melting pot that we have been called out of the world and into the glorious light of Jesus Christ. And we too are commanded to come out from the world and be separate. Second Corinthians 6, 17, and we are to have nothing to do with the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead we're called to expose it. Ephesians 5, 11 through 14. And so we cannot Christianize these things. It says, do not play in the devil's playground while researching the subject. I came across a testimony of a young woman who really thought that it was okay. She She's like, I love Jesus and I, I'm, I'm a mature Christian and I know the word and, blah, 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 and I'm just going to do yoga because I have a backache, whatever. And she started practicing, just doing the poses, playing her Christian music, believing that she was worshiping God. And she said within six months, she saw so much compromise in her life because demon oppression is real. We do not fight against flesh and blood. Now, a Christian, I do not believe a Christian can be possessed. We are possessed by one and one alone, and that is the Holy Spirit of God. But we can be oppressed. Demonic activity can come and oppress us, oppress our mind, oppress our thoughts. And when you play in the devil's playground, you are going to get hurt. People think that they're safe from the effects because they're mature in Christ or they know better. That is a prideful comment to think that you are somehow better or greater than Satan or somehow know more than Satan or somehow, you know, he is a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And he has been around a lot longer than you and me, and he knows how to deceive. He is the great deceiver and the liar. And so when we think that we can play in his playground and not get hurt, we—that that is pride before a fall, my friend. You are asking for a fall. What did, what did Satan say to Eve when he was in the garden? Well, how did he deceive her? Did God really say, and then makes her question, I mean, does God really care if you take pagan practices of worship and then turn them into Christ-centered things? And does he really, and you won't really die. You're not really going to die. Oh, that can't really hurt you. Don't worry. You can do these pagan practices. You can do this yoga poses. You're not, God knows your heart. God knows your heart. Saints, listen. It's the same devil. It's just a different decade. It's the same devil. It's just a different garden. Okay. He is not thinking of new ways to deceive because as humans, our hearts are so deceitfully wicked, he knows exactly how to deceive us. And because we are stubborn and stiff necked and think we know more and think that we can get away with just about anything, and we don't know the word of God for ourselves, and we don't really understand what it means to come out from among the world and be separated. Satan is taking full advantage of all of that, you know. And even Paul recognized in Corinth that they too were falling for the same things. These false apostles and these false teachers had come into the church, and they were deceiving them with lies, using the same type of lies and deception that Satan does. Says, and you know what Paul said to them in Second Corinthians chapter eleven. He took it right back to the garden himself as well. He said, just like Satan did to Eve, you guys are being deceived too. And that's exactly what's going on today in the church. Just like Satan did to Eve and Adam, Adam and Eve in the garden, he's doing it to, to us in the uh, us here today using the same tactics. He's just repackaging it with different names and different teachings and what, the same teaching, just he's repackaging it. So right now it's yoga. It's the new age movement, Gnosticism. This stuff has infiltrated our churches. We have so much new age Gnosticism and witchcraft inside the church, you guys. And because we call it Holy Spirit, we don't even recognize it because we don't know the word of God for ourselves. And we're being deceived. We are entertaining doctrines of demons, which we were warned not to do. Satan does not play by the rules. He's developed demonic practices. And if we start playing his game, no matter what we call it, we are giving him access to havoc in our life. We would never think of playing with a Ouija board. We would never think of taking a Ouija board, putting Christ on it, and then playing with it. Same thing with tarot cards. But you know they're doing that in the churches. There are churches out there that have made, that now have Christian tarot cards and Christian Ouija boards, And and it's, it's absolutely demonic, you guys, but this is what we have done. And we've got to put on the armor of God, Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. We've got to start equipping ourselves in the word of God as our sword. We've got to start thinking more biblically with our mind and start being obedient to the word of God. Kundalini spirit is the ultimate enlightenment with yoga it's a spirit that comes in and goes up your spine and creates this entire enlightenment this euphoric experience and it's what they're seeking after and it has infiltrated the church and i don't have time to tell you about the Kundalini spirit here today but I will, I will post a video in the show notes that you can go and learn more about the Kundalini and see exactly how, the, how it's done in the Hinduism and how it's identical what's being brought into the church. Yoga may make you feel better, but it doesn't mean we should participate. You will not see Hindus participating in Christian practices. They do not go and try to take the communion cup or go and do our baptisms. No, on the contrary, they have their own religion and their own things. And we are trying to take from them and then put Christ in it. And we simply cannot do that. We would think it's so strange. We would be so offended if someone started taking bread and wine and doing some type of worship with it and, and putting their, Hebrew, their Hindu gods on it. We would find that very offensive. Well, it is no different, my friends. When we take their pagan practices that they are worshiping demonic deities and demonic, demonic demons, and then we try to Christianize it, we are asking for trouble. But more importantly, we are going against God's word by doing this. And we and- God has told us specifically not to do these things and that that kind of worship is a stench in his nostrils. And so his spirit lives inside of us. You have to remember that we are the temple of the living God. Holy spirit lives inside of us. And so when we do these things, we are yoking Christ up with this demonic activity, with this demonic worship. When we read first Corinthians six, 16 through 19, this is exactly what Paul said was happening in Corinth. When you're having sex outside of marriage, when you're yoking your body up with something else. Paul literally said that we are yoking Christ up with a harlot. Do we not understand that we really are the temples of the living God? And we need to be careful what we are yoking God up with, whether it be using our body for sex outside of marriage, watching pornography, drugs and alcohol, or pagan practices of worship and demonic activity. Do not yoke Christ up with that stuff. Do not yoke yourself up with it. Our Christian response must be as it was to the church of Philippi from Paul. We are to meditate on things that are pure, on things that are holy, and on things that are true. And yoga is not pure. Yoga is not holy and yoga is not truth. I just read one story to you. Was there any truth that sounded like truth in that story? Do you really think that that there was a boy that was made from turmeric and then got killed so they put an elephant head on him and he's suddenly living again and he has his power to get rid of obstacles and he was riding on a mouse and had and his belly was ripped open with sweet treats and then wrapped around with a snake and then he he darkened the moon for several days and now he's the reason why he's the one that's given power to the moon are you kidding me that goes right against colossians right it's all because of him for him by him and about him he holds everything in his hands including the moon it goes against the very understanding of what it what it means to have a biblical worldview of creation. And so my friends, I am begging you. I am begging you to walk away from yoga and to walk away from pagan practices and to stop Christianizing things and to be very careful that you are not yoked up with the new age, witchcraft and Gnosticism that has infiltrated the church. We must repent and we must renounce it. So if you have done it, maybe you've done it out of ignorance. I mean, I, I've i not done yoga, but I've done other things out of ignorance. Just, I didn't know. And I don't mean ignorant as in you're stupid. I mean, I've been just ignorant of truth. I just didn't know the word. I didn't understand. I was um, taught things wrong. I was taught poor theology, whatever it is, you know, and you know what, when we confess our sins, he is faithful to forgive us. And that is the beauty of the gospel. That is the beauty of the cross. And so I repented and I said, Lord, I didn't know. I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that was pagan practices or that was new age witchcraft. Or I just believed what the teachers were telling me. I believed my leaders. I I just didn't know. But now I do. And I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And would you just show me where else I'm deceived? If there's any else, any place else in my in my life where I've just I maybe don't have it right, or I'm just deceived, or I I learned it wrong. Will you just teach me? We need to remain teachable. And humble in that area. And so guys, no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. If you didn't know, you didn't know, but now that you know, you are going to be held accountable for what you know. And so I urge you, if you've been a part of any of those practices, throw away anything that you may have been a part of. And that's one thing I didn't bring up, but in the book of Acts, when they, when, when Paul went in and preached to the pagan city and they were all involved in, in their Hindu, it wasn't Hindu, but you know what I mean? Like their Pagan practices and their worship of their deities and their false gods, what did they do when they repented? They immediately burned all the books and they stopped practicing those practices. They didn't say, but this really does work. So we're just going to now turn it into a Christian thing. No, they walked completely away from all of the practices and they walked into the gospel of Jesus Christ. And they became a part of the new body, the bride, the new family of God. And that is what we are to do. And we do live in Babylon and we are so immersed in so much paganism and so much false teaching and so much confusion. And so I just tell you, please get in the Bible and learn it for yourself and be in a church that teaches the word of God. That's the Bible is preeminent. And that they have biblical, godly elders in place, overseeing souls, not dictating, not lording, but truly overseeing your soul where they really do care about you and they're and they're they're speaking into you and they're helping teach and guide you. And I pray, you know, for women that you have a good, strong, solid, older Titus woman who's seasoned in the word, knows the word that can help disciple you. And if you don't, then get a hold of me. So that's what I'm here for. That's me. Continue to watch teachings and I'm here and I'll answer your questions. I love you so much. God bless you. Thanks once again for hanging out with me. And until next time. Father, I just want to lift up every listener once again, that you are giving us eyes to see and ears to hear what your word has to say to us, that we really would become a separated group of people that come out from among the world and be separated onto holiness for your Good purposes, that we are bringing you glory in all that we do, that we are yoking your spirit up with all things that are true and pure and holy and good and righteous. And Lord, it is not easy living in the land of Babylon and trying to be obedient to you and your word, but you have given us a spirit, your spirit, Holy Spirit so that we can overcome the world, we can be separated from the world, we can be overcomers of sin, overcomers of temptation. You have equipped us with every good thing that we need to be your ambassadors while you left us here on this earth to represent your son, Jesus Christ. And the most holy scriptures have been left to us in the ability to understand them through the Holy Spirit. It really is. You did not leave us here without, well, without comfort, without truth. And so we thank you for that. And I just thank you for, again, every listener, Lord. And if there's anyone who needs to know you, who does not truly know you, maybe they're listening to this podcast, but they don't know you as Lord and Savior, that Lord, today they'd repent of their sins and place their faith on the finished work of Jesus Christ. We just love you, Lord. And we thank you for all that you're doing in Jesus' name. Amen. If you want to know more about Jesus Christ. Being a Christ follower and what that looks like, get a hold of me. I would love to sit and talk with you more about Christianity and following the teachings of Jesus Christ. Family, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If it has blessed you in any way, would you give me 30 seconds and share it with a friend of yours? One more small little favor, if you would head over to whatever podcast source you're listening to this on and give me a five-star review. That would be so great. It helps get the episodes out there to other people who may be wanting to learn God's Word. Again, don't forget, guys. Until next time, it is a crockpot faith, not a microwave. With God's Word, discipleship, and patience, you too will be transformed for His good work. Grace and peace I leave with you until next time.